Thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 16, verse 33. It's a privilege to bring God's word to you. We still want to dwell on the same scripture last week. John chapter number 16, verse 33. Oh. While we are about recovering and keeping God. There is no one like you, the Alpha and Omega. There is no one like you. Covenant keeping God, there is no one like you. You are the Alpha and Omega. There is no one like you. Thank you, Jesus. The King James says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in the world. Have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The Passion Translation says, and everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you and will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world let's do the amplified classic I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence in the world you have tribulations and trials and distress and frustration but be of good cheer take courage be confident certain undaunted for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Hallelujah. Now, this amount of Jesus, our peace. And so we are talking about peace. Now, last week when we dwelt on the scripture, we made mention that there are two places that are mentioned in the scripture and what you find in those places the first one it says that um in the world and the other one it talks about in me so the first part of it in the king james it says that in me all right in me and then the second part he says that in the world and he says that when it comes to in him is rest when it comes to the world is troubles Praise the name of Jesus. It's troubles. Now, in him, what you have is that you overcome before you are challenged. Are you with me? That, so, in him, we enjoy of his overcoming status. So, he says, be of good cheer. Don't be moved. Don't be worried. 
Why? Because I have overcome. So if you are in me, be at peace, be at rest, be confident, be certain, don't be moved. Why? Because in me, dear, you have overcome before the thing starts. The trouble is sure, but more sure is the victory you have in me. More sure. More sure. People of God, the victory that we have in Christ Jesus is even more real than the circumstances that are part of this world. So we understood that you are either in him or you are in the world. And we said that no other document gives us truth than the truth. The word truth also means reality. Reality. So the word of God gives us the real you know, perspective to matters. Only the word can give you that perspective to matters. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Only the word of God can do that for you. And the word is telling us that in this world, it's troubles. That's what you find in this world. So as long as this earth remains, until Christ shall come and the church shall be raptured, praise God, and a new heaven and new earth shall come forth in eschatology, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Until that day when the old serpent, the old dragon shall be changed and put in eternal arrest. Until that day comes, as long as this earth remains, troubles characterize this world. But the good news is that you can, you can transition. You can be transported from the world of trouble into the world of rest. And this is it. We've started a class on the new creation realities. And we said that if there's a new creation, then it's an old creation. And what is the old creation? Genesis chapter number 1, verse 26, 28. God makes us know that he wants to create a being. Man. And then God goes out to create man. Alright, verse 28, he now empowers man. Chapter 2. Which gives us, so when I mention it, just go there. You just go, so they come reading. You understand? So the preaching can be sweet. You understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So be following. Praise God. Are you being blessed already? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever has troubled your life for too long, I sense in my spirit an end today. That's all I sense. And I have to tell you that. I have to tell you that. I just have to tell you that. Praise God. Uh, any stranger in your body is being sacked right now because it's a month of peace you can't be troubled in your body you can't be troubled in your soul if your mind is not at rest I speak the peace of God upon your mind in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shout I receive it three times again so God blessed them and God said be fruitful multiply fill the earth subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth so right from creation God gave man dominion over every sphere of life and I tell you there's an anointing upon us as new creation to rule the airspace to rule the sea to rule the earth it's an anointing for that. So, in chapter 2, verse number 7, the Bible says that, and God formed man from the dust of the ground, and then he breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a living being. 
Then God planted a garden in the eastward of Aden and then the man that he had made, he put him there. Praise God. And then God gave an instruction because God now caused to grow from the ground all kinds of trees and plants. And amongst them were two trees. One was the tree of life and the other the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There are two trees. And God told him that for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he said that you should not touch nor even eat thereof. And the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. So then God now created all kinds of animals and brought them to Adam to see what name you give to them. The Bible says there was found none that was suitable for him. And God caused him to sleep and then took off his rib and formed a being. God did not name it. This man that gave it the name that is a woman. Now the Hebrew word there that talks about a man with a womb. So his womb plus man makes woman. And they can't change that one. And God told him at the instruction point that the day you shall eat of this tree, you shall surely die. You shall surely die. But in chapter 3, we saw that after the, the woman had been beguiled by the serpent and she partook of the tree and gave to the husband who was by her side, their eyes opened, but they didn't die. So what death was God talking about? The death God was talking about there was that you are going to be separated from your real source. You'll be disconnected from your vital connection, which is me. So if you eat of this, if you disobey, it's not about the fruit, but about obedience. So by disobedience, man disconnected from God. But like a tree, a strong fresh tree that has deep roots, that has been uprooted, it does not dry up immediately. It will use up all the nutrients it has in it until there's none. Then it dries up completely. Hallelujah. So what happened to man was that man disconnected like a tree, plucked out from the ground. He became the old creation. Old with death reigning in him. Why? His separation from God was spiritual death. So the birthplace of physical death is spiritual death. And what is spiritual death? When you are separated from God. So as soon as man disobeyed God, he lost peace. Peace was out of the old man. So the old man does not know peace. There's no how the old man can be able to create peace. The old man does not have peace in himself to give. There's no peace in the old man. Why? Because the place of peace was the rightful habitat of man, which was God. So as long as man had left his real place, he has lost peace. There's no peace inside of him again. Now he was at war with God. The Bible says that when God says, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard thy voice walking in the garden and I was afraid and I hid myself. That's lack of peace. Now the person that you had relationship with, the person that you saw that excited you, you couldn't wait to see God. Oh, um, Psalm, Psalm chapter number 8, um, verse number 3, that was, he said, give me that verse 3, Psalm 8, very fast. My time is almost up. Very fast. Hurry up. I have 10 minutes. He says, when I consider 
You want to consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars which you have made. Verse number four. Hurry up, sir. What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit him. So it means that every time, if God had night and day, it means every night God is thinking about man. In the morning, God is thinking about man. God could not wait to visit man. So this scripture tells us that God always visited man. They were at peace. Glory to God. They were at peace. Hallelujah to Jesus. They were at peace. They were so much at peace that whatever name that Adam gave the animals, God said, that is exactly what I was thinking about. There was peace. How do you think Adam named the fish? If the fish leaves the water and dies, how did he name them? Don't you think? That a man had the capacity to dive into the sea and without any oxygen, look at me, you are where, you are that, you are that. Don't you think how that Adam named the eagle, he must have had the capacity to fly. Oh, Barashatala. This is what the old man think that they know. That is why they create all those movies, Superman and things. They have a feeling that there was a man. Man is in nature. You know, there's this movie, I had to watch it two days. Lucy. That movie, please, if you love, if you love book, go and get them and watch it again. Watch it again. They are trying to communicate something. Now, it is said that, from what I could glean from it, because, you know, American movies, uh, those serious fictions, they don't just, they are research incident. So, with all that man has made, all the aeroplanes going to the moon and all of that, is 10% of our brain. 10%. See what we have done. Yeah, we all have done it. So we have done. We are one. Yeah. Look at Dubai, 10%. Look at the, 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 the nuclear bombs. Look at the, the fighting jets. Look at them. All of this is 10%. And from that movie, they are trying to tell us something. That when man enters 20%, he can start controlling matter. At 100%, forget it. He can fly. He can control human beings at 80%. Right, honey? There's a certain knowledge in man that makes man feel that I was greater than this. How do you think man lived? Man could live almost close to a thousand years. The age of Adam was not 930. What was his age when he was created? And at, what was the duration between the time he was created and the time that he sinned? So, resident in the first man that God made was immortality. It was when man has spiritual death and lost the peace of divine health. That was when, that was when, that was when he could fall sick because the goal of sickness is death. Those of you that like to pamper sickness, when you are sick, you send message, you know, pastor, I couldn't come today. I've been shaking throughout the night. I can't even eat anything. <laughs> if you ask, I'll, I'll vomit. <laughs> when we don't come and visit you, you are angry. The focus of that thing that entered your body now is death. If you understand this, when sickness rises in your body, you don't have time to nurse it. You will engage the e eternal life on the inside of you. And you, you are deposed. Hey, get out of here. Why? Because the focus is death. You will see us again if you die. So if you still want to be around, don't nurse sickness. The goal of sickness 
is death. That is the old man. 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 But by God's program, oh, by God's program, by God's program, by the sending forth of the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, as many as believed him, to them gave thee the power to become the sons of God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. And so, people of God, the old man lives in an unbelieving world. There is trouble. The new man lives in the believing world, Christ. Did you hear that? The old man lives in the unbelieving world. He is a slave to the systems of the unbelieving world. Hallelujah. The troubles of the unbelieving world are his supervisor. But the one who has accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, Colossians 1 verse 13 says that you have been translated. You have been transported. Give us that scripture. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. So if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, the Bible truth is saying to you that you have been delivered from the power of darkness. Darkness does not have power. Say darkness has no power over me. I can't hear this out of the church. Say darkness has no power over me. One more time. Say darkness has no power over me. Finally, darkness has no power. Who is saying this to you? God's word. God's word. Darkness has no power over you. Now, it's not just darkness that has lost its power over you. But also, he said, and conveyed us into. Then we came from somewhere. Give us a passion. Let's see how passion is passionate about it. Quickly, I have four minutes. He has rescued us. What? What? Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Is it partially? God does not do partial work. God does complete works. He said he has what? Rescued us completely from what? Rule of. And what? Has what? Translated us into. Not at, he didn't leave us at the gates. He brought us into it. Give me the Amplified Classic. The Father, someone said the Father, has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Are you born again? Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal savior? I have a good news for you. You have been delivered from the power of darkness and you have been drawn to God and then you are in Jesus. Hallelujah! People of God, why did I go that far? Because last week, we looked at in him and then we looked at the world and that he has overcome. But the first statement is my message today, which I have finished. These things I have spoken unto you. So what will keep you in perfect peace as a believer is knowing the things that God has done, which he has said in his word. And so when you sit on his word, 
you become filled with such truth like this people of god if i know this one how shall i be troubled in this world if i know that i'm a new creation in christ jesus that i have been translated i have been brought away from darkness i've been drawn to god and i've been put in christ in christ where he has already conquered why will i be troubled why will my peace not be with me rest your feet this morning as your right hand is lifted I decree in the name of Jesus that your appetite for God's word will increase from today your army is not sure you are ready for this one your appetite for God's word increases from today in the name of Jesus you will long for his word because in his words are your realities and these realities they set you on a path of total peace clap your hands shout and give God praise hallelujah